Okay, we are on Daf Yud Chalim and Aleph, the Shir is in memory of Chayasara Bat Shmuel Umata Rivka. We concluded yesterday in the middle of this discussion about the order of the Shmona Esrei. I think the last one we did was Tfilah, namely Shma Kolenu, and uh, that takes us to the fourth line, I believe, yeah? The Kevan? So we quoted the Pasuk, Babitim al Hakushi, Abisim Bachtim Abit Filati. Shabbat Tfilah, Ba'at Abudah. So once Tfilah comes, and the next thing to talk about is Abudah, the service in the Beit HaMikdash. So in Amar, as, as, as it says, in the next part of the Pasuk, right, there are Lot and Zrachim, their sacrifices come on my Mizbeach. So that's the natural follow-up. The Kevin Shabbat Abudah, and then once uh, the Abudah comes, Ba'at Tova, Toda, excuse me. So then the Toda, meaning Mod, Shinemar, it says in Tehillim, Zoveach Toda Yechav Deneni. So one who uh, brings a sacrifice of toda honors me. One second. Um, yeah. Okay. So the then says, So what did they see to institute Birkat Kohanim after Modim? Or really, it's part of that. So this is Aaron um, raised his hands to bless the people, and he came down from offering the chatat and olah and the shlamim, the different korbanot. So you see that that is where the birkat kohanim belongs after that. So one second, one second. Ah, so yeah, fair. So I think the idea is that because Ritzay and and uh, Modim are linked, so then fine. But the next thing to do would then be Birkat Kohanim. Okay, that's a good question. But I think that's the answer. So the Gemara then Correct. The Tachazana is part of Avoda. Yeah, Ritzay. Right. Okay, then the Gemara says, okay, but Ema Kodem Avoda. But then I would say maybe it should be Birka Kodim should come before the Avodah because it says here that Aaron raises them to bless them and then they came down from making the Chatat Olan Shalim. So in the Pasuk, the Korbanot follow the Birka Kodim. Don't let that arise in your mind. It says he came down from doing the Chatat. Miktiv La'asot. Does, is it written to do the Chatat? Meaning like, was he coming down after the Birka Kodim? In order to um, <coughs> then bring the korbanot, it says no. Me asot ktiv. It says from meaning from having done those things. So those are things that happened before, and that's the point. Okay. The lemra achar So fine. So then the question you're asking, let's do it right after avodah. Instead, the tuda says not lo sakadat. Again, don't let that arise in your mind. Dichtiv zovech toda because we had the pasuk zovech toda. Those two are linked. They had the question before, Mohammed again. My chazit dismach the high, smoke the high. But then what did you see to rely on this pasuk, rely on this pasuk? I mean, there are different psukim that indicate different connections. So why are we so married to the connection between um, korbanot, meaning avodah, and todah, as opposed to the other psukim that seem to indicate that berkat konim should come right after the avodah? Mar says, Mistabra avodah v'hoda'ah chadam iltahi. It makes sense that avodah and hoda'ah are one thing. Doesn't that make sense? Da without hoda are one thing. I hope so. Okay. 
okay. So Mara Ulomar Sim Shalom Achar Bikakonim. Okay, so finally, what, what did they see? They say Sim Shalom Achar Bikakonim. Dechiva says the Samu Etshmi Al Bnei Yisrael Baniyah Barachem. At the end of the description of Birkat Konim, Hashem says, "I will place my name. They will place my name on Bnei Yisrael, and I will bless them." And Bracha Da Kadosh Baruch Hu Shalom. And the Bracha of Hashem is Shalom. So that's what follows Birkat Konim. Shneimar just says Hashem Yivarechet Amo Ba Shalom. Okay, is that beautiful? That's a, nice, that's a nice end. I think that's a nice end. Okay. If, since it's true, we have this whole long right there, right? It's like almost a whole long one, right? That tells us that there were 120 Zikhanim, and among them, Nivi'im, second, uh, among them are Nivi'im, so, and they, and they arranged the whole Tfilah. Yeah. So, Shimon Apakuli, my Histir. So what does Shimon Apakuli do? I mean, we had right, what did he arrange? I mean, it didn't seem like he didn't have to arrange anything. Everything was all done. My answer is an answer that we see many different times. Shachum bechazar besidrum. He forgot them. They went back and he uh, arranged them again. Meaning they, they, they had the arrangement originally. The people kind of forgot about the exact arrangement. Shimon Apakuli came along, reorganized it, or reestablished the same or, the same order, and everything was fine. Okay. Fine. Now the Gemara will get into a little piece uh, until the two dots about the uh, limitation that we have on praising Hashem. He says, From that on, meaning not time-wise, but in terms of meaning, there's a limit in how much you can actually um, to speak about the praise of Hashem. Meaning if the Chachamim instituted certain ways of praising Hashem, fine. But beyond that, not such a good idea to go too far. Why? The Amr Abelazar, as Rabbi Lazar says, my dichti, but that's a positive meaning that says, mi malel gevrut Hashem, yashmiya kotilato, right? Who will speak the mighty things of Hashem, will uh, make heard all of his tichilot, all of his praises. The mina el the malel gevrut Hashem, to whom is it appropriate to speak the mighty things of Hashem, in the praise of Hashem? The mi sheyachol leashmiya kotilato. To the person who's able to make heard all of his praise. The implication being, how can you do that? How can you say all the praise of Hashem? You can't. And since you can't, you can't really be, just on your own, just be mimalel vorot Hashem. They had this special insight, and they had the ability to do it, whatever. But beyond them, and the regular person doesn't really have the amount. Correct, correct. So again, but what they are saying, Bimlitsa, what they're trying to say is, okay, so the Chachamim, ha- we had to do something, though, right? Had to do so Chachamim, this is it, in their wisdom, a way to do it. But don't start thinking that I'm going to start improving on that. That's, you know, that's considered to be like the pinnacle of how we're being arranged. And beyond that, we have to have enough humility to sort of not go beyond that. So, yeah. Just to, like, Right, there's a limitation, right? That's this is one of the pr- this is one of the pros in terms of formalized prayer, right? One of the pros of formalized prayer is it's clear where you start, it's clear where you stop, and that's sort of the end of it. One of the difficulties of trying to have informal prayer is when do you actually stop? It's hard to actually, you know, you know, bring the train into the station. Somebody who tries to um, uh, speak of the praises of Hashem too much will be uprooted from the world. Shnei says, "Hayistu par lo ki adaber imamar ish ki valeya." Right? If I, if I um, it will be spoken to him, but when I speak, when I speak, 
And if a person says it, will he be swallowed up? I mean, the idea, I think, is, is sort of like, well, it's like, is that enough? Like, there's not going to be enough. Darish Rabbi Yehuda Ishkvar Gavuria Varamila Ishkvar Gibor Chayil. So Rabbi Yehuda from either the village of Gavuria or Gibor Chayil. My dechib lacha dumiya tehila. What does it mean when it says in the pasuk in Tehilim? To who? To you, dumiya silence is a praise. Sama dekula mishtuka. The the greatest sort of uh, like. Um, Psalm, like a medicine of all, or sort of like the greatest, uh, how would you translate it here? Uh, potion is silence. Sometimes silence is the, bre- is the best praise. Kiyotu Rav Dimi Amar Amar Bimarav, when Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said that when they say, what they say in Eretz Yisrael is, Mila Basela, Mishtuka Betrain. A word for a sela, um, whereas silence costs two. I Meaning you can, you, words, words are cheap, basically. But silence actually is, uh, is more. Valuable. So sometimes, like this is one of those times I think we would say less is more. Right? Less is more. If you go on and on and on, at a certain point, you're going on and on and you don't and, and you don't know where to stop, so you've actually sort of cheapened the you've cheapened it. If you keep it short and sweet, then actually that's, that's significant. Yeah. In the Yiddish phrase that comes from here. It's called is silver. Um, words are silver, shine is gold. Ah, yeah, fair. Very nice. What's what's a Masella? I sell it's a coin. Okay. Okay, now we're getting to more halachic discussion. If you've read the Megillah uh, by heart, you're not. From what do we know this? Says the Gemara. We have a Gzera Shava of the word Zechira. It says here in the Megillah, These uh, days are remembered. In the context of Amalek, it says, Write this down as a Zikaron in the Sefer. So just like over there, it's in a Sefer. Okay, explicitly, it's in a, like a scroll. So too, the Zikhira has to be done, meaning the remembering of the Purim story has to be done through a Sefer, <coughs> as opposed to Baalpeh. Umimai dahai zechira kriahi. From where do we know that this zechira is actually reading? Dilma iyun be'alma. So maybe it just means like mere investigation. Maybe it means learning, like learn the Megillah. Lo salgadaydoch. Don't let that occur to you. Ditanya, I should say. Ditanya, zachor. It says remember. Right, this is in the, in the right, Parsha zachor. Yachol balev. Maybe it's possible to do it in your hearts. Just remember. Shuhomer lo tishkach. And it says, don't forget, So that, behold, that, that, that is, uh, is the, what is being spoken about is the forgetfulness of the heart. So then, So then, how do I fulfill the word zachor? has to be with your mouth, meaning uh, orally. Okay? Fine. So that's about Korah al Is it drawing connections there between the Malik and Malad? Absolutely. Yeah. Kira'a targum lo Excuse me, If you read it in a targum, it's no, you're not yose. Where <clears throat> says, "Hey, Chidami, what's the case? Ilema diktiva mikra v'kari la targum." If you say that it's written down as the mikra, the scripture, meaning in Hebrew, but you read it as targum, meaning like as you read the, the with words with your eyes, you pronounce them as targum, like you translate as you go. Well, hainu alpeh. That's the same thing as doing it by heart because you're not saying what you're reading. So Gemara says, look. So that's not what it means. Rather, Tzricha is necessary to teach us Diktiva Targum Bekarela Targum. It's actually written in the Targum. It's written in the say, Aramaic. Okay. Aval Korino Tala Loazot Bilas. The Mishnah said that for people who are not able to understand um, Hebrew, you can read to them in their language. So Gemara says, Amrat Kira Lo Yatsab. If you look back in the Mishnah, it also says if you read it in any language, 
You're not Yotze. Where's the mother said? Right? But you can read the laws of Belas. That seems to be a little bit of a contradiction. So what does he say? So Rabbi Shmuel both say, When we say Belas, we're talking about Yivani. That's what you're allowed to do in Greek. Again, what's the case? If it's written down in Ashurit, in the Hebrew scripture, a script, and it's written, you're reading it as Greek, that's Baalpeh, that's no good. So, Okay, it's written in Greek. Okay? Fine. Now. Okay? Now. So now, just as a quick sidebar, something else that Rabbi Acha says in the name of Rabbi Lazar, From what do we know that God called Yaakov El, almost like a God? Shnei says, He called him an El, Elohei Yisrael. Meaning that Elohei Yisrael called him El. Because if you would think that in the context, it sounds like Yaakov is calling the Mizbeach, that he's building there, this is in Parshat... Uh, um, this is when he comes back, right? Um, no, this is when he's going, this is Vayetze, right? Oh, it's Vayetze, it's when he's coming back. Right, so he calls him Mizbeach, he's called, if you think he's calling him Mizbeach El, he's calling him that, it should have said Vayikra lo Yaakov, Mibayle, it should have said Vayikra lo Yaakov El, because it would have been clear that way. So El, rather, what it means, it means it's Vayikra lo Yaakov El, he called him, meaning he called to Yaakov, and who called him El? Elukei Yisrael, that's Hashem who called him that. Okay, so that's a little bit of a sidebar, just in terms of that's the same people, Rabbi Achan and Rabbi Lazar. Let's ask a kushia, though. A kushia, what we said about the different languages. giftit, ivrit, ilmit, madayit, yivanit, lo yatsa. So if you read in all these different languages, giftit, uh, I think it's Coptic, I saw translated. Ivrit, Hebrew, ilmit, madayit, yivanit, Greek. Um, okay. So all the other ones, I think, ilmit is from elam, madayit is from madai, media. I'm sorry? No, Ivrit here, you said there's another thing. Because um, it's Ashurit. Right, exactly. Ivrit would be, right, be written in the script. Hallo Damya. So Gemar says, Hallo Damya Ella Leha. says, no, you have to explain it, one second, like this. Um, one second. <laughs> right. He says you have to compare it to the following teaching. What did it say? Giftit li giftim, ivrit li ivrim, ilmit li ilmim, yivanit li yivanim, yatsa. Okay, so that statement, okay, so what we just explained about being able to read it in foreign languages, if you speak the foreign language, you have to be following this brighta, as opposed to there's two contradictory brighta, it seems like. Okay, the one brighter is if you read Gifti Divrit Il Mitman Dayit Ivanita, you're not Yotze. And so but there's another brighter which says if you read Giftip to Giftim, then you are going to be Yotze. Okay, so Gemara says, Well, Ihachi, Rabu Shmuel Amai Mukmi Lalamatnitin Bilah. That's the case that that bright is correct. Any foreigner in their own language, then why did Rabu Shmuel establish the mission as Davka talking about the foreign language of Greek? So look Mabukon and establish it for any foreign language. So Ella rather will say Matnitin Kibraita. So rather will say, you know what, the Mishnah really is like the Braita. Okay, so our Mishnah, which says you can read the laws open laws, should be like this Braita. That really it's much more open. It's not limited to Greek. It can be any foreign language to the foreigners. Why is that in brackets? Uh, it just has to do with 
gear set issues, I guess. Um, when Rav Ushmuel said their statement, it was not in explanation of the Mishnah, it was Ba'ama, it was said in general. How so? Rav Ushmuel said, if you want to read in Greek for anybody, it's kosher. It's kind of like an exception to the rule. But it says, what do you mean? Ba'hakatani yivanit le'ivanim. But it says, Yivanit, for Greek people, that implies, right? Uh, I'm sorry, Ba'hakatani yivanit le'ivanim in le'kule amalo. But the Brayta said that if you read Yivanit for Greeks, it's good. Yes, it's good. But for anybody else, it's not good. It says, no. Inu da'amar karmashim megalil. So they, meaning Rav Shmuel, they must hold like Ramashim megalil, ditnan, Ramashim megalil omer, af sfarim lohitiru shikatvu ela Yivanit. That Rav Shmuel said, even sfarim, they only permitted them, meaning Torah, they only permitted them, or Tanakh, they only permitted them to be written in Greek. So that was Rav Shemgalil's opinion, so they're holding like that opinion. Okay, so the question is, So why don't they just say the halacha is like Rav Shemgalil? Don't say it as if it's your own statement that we have to then match up. You should be intellectually honest and say who you are quoting, essentially. It says, no. If they just said halacha is like Rav Shemgalil, I would have said, These words are only for other books of Tanakh. But when it comes to the Megillah, where the word kichtavam, as it is written, as it is written, or as in their, whatever, in their way, I would say that shouldn't apply. Maybe Megillah should be an exception. So Kamash Malan, so Rav will come to teach us that the same halacha applies to the Megillah as well. So what we end up having here is a machlok at Rav Shmuel, um, which is according to Rav Shmuel, versus our Mishnah and the Brayta, which allows you to put any language, not just um, Yevanit, in terms of reading for the people, at least, who can understand that language. Okay. Then we say the Haloet Shishamao Ashurit Yatsa, that somebody who speaks a foreign language who hears it in Hebrew is Yotze. I think Mara says, What do you mean? But Halo Yada Maika Amre. He doesn't know what they're saying. So why would you be Yotze? You're hearing the whole Megillah. You have no idea what the words mean. Mara says, What do you mean? Midi Dahava Anash and Bamea Aretz. What? Is that any different than what happens for women in Amea Aretz who also don't understand Hebrew? No big deal. Oh, Zach. Zach also understands that but women in the olden days didn't understand Hebrew. Uh, no, it's not. It's not a political statement. Maybe, maybe. Okay, Masi Bal Ravina. So Ravina argues in this uh, from logic. Wait, what is it? He said, I don't think there's a more fundamental point. You think we know what Achash Taranim Bnei Haramachim means? We don't know what that means. So, we, so the point is that there are lots of readings and the, there's lots of words in the Megillah that we don't understand. Ella, what are you going to say? Mitzvat kriya or persume nisa. But what are you going to say? That you fulfill the obligation because the mitzvah of reading the Megillah is persume nisa. Papa says the miracle by reading the Megillah and being there to hear it. So you're filled to the mitzvah even if you don't understand every single word. Hachanami, here too. Mitzvat kriya or persume nisa. So the same thing here. As long as you're reading the Megillah in Hebrew, so you're yotzi if you hear it. It's great if you understand it. But if you don't, there's still, a, there's still something to be fulfilled from being around. Okay. Kira seirugin yatsa. So it's actually a little fun Gemara here. Um, if you read it um, out of order, you're Yotzeh. So the Gemara says, Lohabu yade rabbanan my seirugin. The rabbanan really didn't know what the word seirugin meant. So we translated it thing as, as being out of order. Uh, not out of order, excuse me, like in, um, in uh, like, uh, what's the right word? <coughs> yeah, taking breaks in between, right? Like Intermittently. Intermittently. Thank you, that's the right word. Intermittently, right? So but the rabbanan didn't know originally what that word meant. But then Shamuel the Amato to be Rebbe, but they heard the maidservant of Rebbe in Anasi's house saying the Ka'amr Luhula Rabbanan, she was talking to the Rabbanan the Habu Aile Paske Paske to be Rebbe. They would come up. 
bit by bit, right, intermittently, to the house of Rebbe. Admataya temni chasim serugin serugin. How long are you guys going to keep entering intermittently? So they're like, ah, so now we know what serugin is, because she, she's using her words, so now we now we understand what it means. So now the Gemara will tell us a few different examples of where the ama, the amata, the ama of Bey Rebbe taught them what words is, by the fact that she was able to use them. They didn't know what chalog lo goat are. Can you believe it? That was a joke. All right. It's some type of vegetable. So, Shamua la amta de be rebi de amr le lehu gavra de hava kamavadir parpachine. So, they heard that the maidservant of Rebbe's house uh, saying to a certain guy who was uh, like cutting up uh, um, parpachine, which is also this, type, this particular type of vegetable. I, I think I saw a translation of what it is. Anybody have the translation in front of them? It's a vegetable that I didn't even know what the word in English meant. Um, something with a P. Uh, purslane. He was scattering purslane. So anyhow, so she said to him, Admataya tamafazera chaloglogacha. How long are you going to scatter these chaloglogot? So they're like, ah, we understand. They didn't know what it meant in the puzzle of Mishlei, which says, it says, uh, it's talking about getting wisdom, salsaleha, and it will exalt you. Turomemecha will bring you up, like the, the Romain, bring you up. So they didn't know what that meant, salsalah. So, She saw a certain guy who was like twirling his hair. How long are you going to be twirling your hair? And they realized in this case it meant like, you know, investigating sort of a wisdom. And when you like twist it around and twirl it, you get more uh, wise. Are you serious? I'm being serious. What? Not from twisting your hair. No, they, they understood it like bimlitzah. They understood it like metaphorically. Like if you turn the, the, the ideas, you keep turning the ideas over and over and over in your head, so you, you, you get exalted because you start to really understand the ideas. Right? A lot of us like to look, relearn an idea one time, but, if you, but then we never come back to it. But if you keep thinking about it and going over and over and over and over, right, then you understand. Okay? Um, okay. The Ahmad, by the way, of Bay Revi was very. Um, like sharp, she kept like yelling at people, you know, like I'm a tie. Do what am I gonna do that for? Like she's not like a mean lady, but like you pay attention to the mean lady, you know, like you understand. Like uh, anyhow, throw onto Hashem your Yahav. So I'm a Rabbi Barachana. This is a little interruption, a different story. Rabbi Barachana says, "Zim azilna I was walking along with, I was traveling with a certain Arab, like using Arab merchant, because Darina Tuna, and he was uh, carrying a a load. He said, take your load and throw it on my camel. So, Yahav, that's the load. Ah, so I realized that the Yahav means the load. Okay? One more story about the, uh, the Amav Rebbe. You will destroy it. It's tatatim with the matate. Like, what is that? They didn't know what that meant. So, uh, so, uh, so what happened? Shamu la amta de be rabbi de havad amr la chaveritas. They heard they were talking to a friend. Shakule tatita vetate beta. Take your broom and sweep the house. And they realized that tata, the, the matate is a broom and tatatia is a sweep it. So the means I will sweep it with, this, with the broom of destruction. And that's what they. It's pretty scary, right? I'll sweep you away. And that's the first example. Oh, okay, I'm going to say. Okay, we'll stop there. Shkalach, everybody.